Hey, we are back. We are back with another Wellness Wednesday. We are back with part two of the episode with Miss um, Yolande Smith, the Happy Vegan Coach. I know you guys probably been waiting to get the rest of this, right? Because, you know, we left off talking about lettuce and all of that good stuff. But um, I want to bring you back this week and I want you to listen in as, again, Miss Yolande, she just you know, she is such a love and light sister and she's so informative and the knowledge that she has, she don't just try to hold on to it. So I hope that you enjoyed last week's episode. Um, and we're going to go right into this one already um, recording. I mean, we're already talking. So please just pick up where you left off, off last week. And if you didn't hear last week's episode, stop, stop what you're doing right now and go back. It's just one click away. Just go back to that episode, get caught up, and then come back to us, okay? Because I don't want you to miss anything. I want you to be able to carry all this information with you. So um, without further ado, uh, hey, come on in and listen live. And also, people think that um, when they wake up in the morning, they have to have like, like cereal with milk. This is what we were conditioned to yeah. have or take the egg, crack it open and put it and it's like automatic for some people. Yeah. Or coffee or something like that, some bread and butter. All these things are gonna create fat, inflammation, cancer, mm -hmm. diabetes, every disease you can ever imagine because the body doesn't know what to do with that kind of food. So we are tropical beings. We are tropical human beings where we are supposed to be with no clothes, walking in the mm -hmm. field, just pick up fruits and eat and, and tender baby greens. Mm -hmm. Sorry, my phone. It's okay. And um, this is, uh, this is the, the type of people we are. Mm -hmm. And this is why the people in the Hansa, they live up to 130 years, up to 140 wow. years, because yeah. they live in harmony with nature. Yeah. When it's six o'clock, they go to bed. They are like the animals. They don't have any light. Yeah. or anything like that around where they are. They eat sun-dried food. Mm -hmm. uh, so when I wake up in the morning, after I have my shot, my purple shot or green shot or red shot, I get myself uh, a little bowl of fruit of, um, or a big bowl of melon. Mm -hmm. Or if I don't have time to eat the melon, I just throw it in my vacuum blender it's a new type of blender that does not oxidize your food. Okay, I've never heard of this one. It's called vacuum. Okay. Um, yeah, you vacuum it, you get the air out of it. It's very simple. Okay. And then there's a little button, the light is red, and when it takes all the air out, the light becomes green, and then you blend your food. And okay. if you go to discountjuicers.com, the guy, John Kohler, one of the most credible guy on uh, on YouTube, by the way. He's a raw food guy. And he show you the difference in all, yeah. all the juice right there in front of you. You see okay. the color is different. So, um, and uh, I put it, I put the melon with the seed because the seed is extremely good. Um, they said it's good for men with erection, erection problem. Yeah. I don't know about it. Okay, y'all men, y'all hear that, right? So y'all blend your, blend your fruit with the seeds it's good for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> um, and what I do, even in Atlanta, wherever, I was living in Israel for four years, 
And people who live who were born there didn't even know where they sell certain fruits. I found them. Yeah. I found them because I ask questions. Mm-hmm. There's a need uh, to find the stuff. Mm-hmm. Wherever there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. So I um I get my uh, watermelon there organic with the skin because the skin, the green part of the skin is the chlorophyll. That's it's the sun that's creating that chlorophyll. Nice. So you need that. You need every part of the watermelon is a complete food better. Wow. You take the whole watermelon, you blend it. It's a complex food. There's protein, there's fiber, there's carbohydrate, there's chlorophyll, there's enzyme. I mean, you name it, there's everything your body needs. You can wow. spend the rest of your life just eating watermelon and you can have the perfect health. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. So, you know, me, I don't have recipe. I don't make recipes. I, that's why I use, I'm a chef. I'm a vegan chef, a raw food chef, you name it, chef. I used to create all kinds of recipes, but I realized this is still creating inflammation because when you're blending all these nuts and these, these powders, you know, this spice, mm-hmm. you put, I rather go simple. I rather teach people to eat simple, mm-hmm. not to take out of the precious time they could enjoy life right. instead of staying in the kitchen of making recipes. Yeah. I know it's fun. But, you know, it's better. Like tonight, what I had for dinner, I have some lettuce that I planted outside from the lettuce you are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> the little heart of it, yeah. plant outside. The plant is intelligent. The plant gave me seeds. I took the seeds and we plant them. And I have like 300 little lettuce outside. Wow. I go take a few leaves, take a few leaves of my red lettuce, take a few mont bean sprouts, which take me like 30 seconds to make mm-hmm. and slice some mango and avocado. And I give myself a nice big plate food, colorful, tasty food. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I enjoy it. There's crunchiness in my plate. There's fat in the avocado. Mm-hmm. There is, uh, um, and there's the sweetness in the mango. I'm satisfied. So, um, but to eat like that, you need to reprogram the brain because the brain is going to say, where is the, you know, you know, you know, yeah. wing, the chicken wings. Yeah. Yeah. Real the chicken. They'll, they'll ask like, where's the chicken strips? I need a chicken or something on here or shrimp. <laughs> now your brain is in a struggle with your stomach. Yeah. So the brain said, yes. The stomach said, no, no. You fight because your stomach is your gut, is your heart. It's like you're thinking for it. It's doing the thinking. But the brain thinking is stronger. Mm-hmm. The brain always wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, I heard you talk about your lettuce outside. And on one of your videos, you did take us outside to see where you grow. So um, I do know that you grow some of your food um now are you when you do grow so does that make you a seasonal eater as well do you grow all year long i know you're in georgia so you know you make and grow you know year round down there well um you may go you may grow year round but where i am in the north of georgia if Mm -hmm. i was in um in marietta or conventon the temperature is different i see people growing there in the winter but where i am it's not easy to grow okay however 
um, I can go inside. I can I can do spotting. Yeah, something that is more even more superior mm -hmm. than the vegetable. Okay. Okay. And, All right. Yeah, and I grow broccoli inside of the house, mung beans, alfalfa, you know, radish, mm -hmm. uh, sunflower. Nice. I have an abundance of living food inside of my kitchen. Yeah. Okay, so now does your whole family eat this way? Like your whole immediate family that's, in, I noticed that I think one of your daughters or, or nieces or someone, she videos for you and she's always talking, um, showing the different things that you're making, your, your juices and things like that. My granddaughter. Yes, okay. But do they, um, do they eat the way you eat now that they've grown up watching you do this? No, I didn't, they didn't grow up near me. My daughter uh, grew up near me, but she falls, falls off the wagon a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, because it depends who is the partner and the, it influence, create an influence on you. Yeah. But my granddaughter, she, you know, she's trying to lose weight all the yeah. time. You know, so she came in, I gave her the recipe, now it's up to her. They all live in other states. I don't okay. have any family in Atlanta. Okay. And I don't have a lot of family visiting me. I see them once every few months. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's not like they are around me, but they know it's the right thing, but they have their own life. And yeah. they took the little thing I give them and incorporate, incorporating it into their own life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're looking at you. You're like um, a living testimony so they know that what you're doing is working yeah. uh, but it, it takes discipline it definitely takes discipline you have to retrain your brain my my daughter totally be like mom whatever uh <laughs> and my son um he's you know he loves a vegan lifestyle but both of them are adults now so they're like we don't have to do that anymore mom but i believe that they're going to wind up turning back around because i've given them the tools and i talk to them about it all the time um, so I'm sure that those seeds will grow. Okay. What happened with my son too? It, mm -hmm. it, it grew. He always have it in the back of his head. He's applying them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely um, believe that will happen to my two as well. Uh, okay. So your favorite staples to have in your home. I know you just mentioned some of the things that you grow in in your home, but tell me some of your favorite staples that you have in your home and why? Why those staples? I have mango. <laughs> Because uh, mango is extremely uh, rich in everything except mm -hmm. oatmeal, so that's why when I have the mango, um, either I have it with baby lettuce, or I have it um, an hour later. I have the lettuce an hour later. Okay. Um, mango has some omega three in it, and that really helped me, you know, not to be in trouble. Because instead of eating one, I'll eat two or three. And my belly will be filled up. There's no more room for me to want to eat anything bad. Yeah. And I will give that advice to anyone. Like, always keep your kitchen loaded with, you know, Fuji apple, which to me is the best tasting apple. And a lot of oranges, pineapple, mm -hmm. uh, watermelon. And do the fruits in the morning, you know. And then... You can put some baby greens. They have them everywhere. Baby lettuce mm -hmm. is the one that is neutral. Okay. Don't do uh, the other greens, heavy-duty greens with, uh, with your fruits. Like the kales? Kale, I don't do at all. 
Oh, okay. You want to tell us why you don't choose to use kale? Kale have, you know, if you're in nature right now and there's a bunch of letters, baby letters and baby spinach, uh, that there are 32 variety of letters, by the way. And they are there and kale is here. Which one are you going to take? And you're going to go after the letters because they are tender, leafy, juicy, sweet greens. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kale, in Europe, people don't use kale. We are the only one in the United States that's go kale crazy because, and then there's an industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then it started when I, when I started eating kale, kale juice, and my husband and I, we didn't feel good. Mm. We were, our stool changed, and we started doing some investigation about kale, and I did a few research that shows that kale has alkaloids in it. Oh. And alkaloids is, uh, is a natural uh, pesticide that the plant creates to protect, doesn't want to be eating. Really? Yes. Wow. Well, I know, I know it makes your I know it makes your waist extremely green. And I used to be concerned: Are they putting dyes in the kale, or is this really kale? Like you know, because I mean, I'm not a scientist; I wouldn't know. But I did notice like a huge change with um, my waist with kale. I figured it was natural. Well, it is natural. It's chlorophyll. You know, like kale in all the greens. Kale's, uh, kale has the highest nutrients. Yeah, okay, okay. But does that make your body digest it well? No. No, okay. okay. So um, kale and colored green, uh, if anybody wants to use kale, I will blanch it first and oh. give it that, like broccoli. Broccoli, you cannot have it raw like that. A lot of people eat it raw and it gives them gas. Mm-hmm. It's better to blanch it. You blanch it and you take it out. And when you get that bright green, the cell of the broccoli open up, ready to be eaten. But just like that, it's not good. This and, is good information. And broccoli sprout has 40, 40 times more nutrients than the mature broccoli. Wow. Okay. Okay. So it has something in it called sulfurinin that protects you against cancer. Okay. Broccoli is extremely important to have. That's why if people use it in next program, I can uh, show people to do it easy. It takes Mm -hmm. one minute to do the sprout. You Mm -hmm. could do it so many ways. And there's no reason for someone not to have the broccoli in the, in the kitchen. Okay, so now you know someone that's probably listening, they're probably an alkaline, air quotes, vegan, and they're going to be totally against eating broccoli because it's acidic, as we have been taught. So, <laughs> so well, that's another discussion because even we, we've been misled even by our own. Yeah. We chose, like, I know doctors, I don't want to. I understand. Yeah. One of the good doctors. <laughs> One of the doctors tell you not to use broccoli, not to use cauliflower, not to use yeah. uh, carrots, but they said use oil. Yeah, use grapeseed oil. Yeah. And olive and, oil. Yeah, and oil, they're not even, they didn't even say organic. Right. I mean, I mean uh, every oil is toxic to the body because right. 
if you take a bottle of olive oil right now, it's a zero protein, zero fiber, zero sugar, zero everything. What's left is fat. So when your body receives that fat, it's having stress to break it down. Wow. Okay? And Dr. Esselstyn, Dr. Milton, Dr. Montgomery, mm -hmm. Dr. Furman, all these great doctors with integrity, they did the research. And Dr. Esselstyn is the most expected doctor in the world right now mm -hmm. because President Clinton became vegan because of him. Yeah. Okay. He said no. He went on YouTube and on CNN. He said no oil, no, no oil. And he explained wow. all the, he said, you will have to reattach everything in that olive into the oil to make it digestible. Wow. Wow. But remember, there's an oil industry. There's a meat industry. Mm -hmm. There's a milk industry. There's a coffee industry. There's tobacco industry, military industry, alcohol industry. So this industry, they control the information mm -hmm. that's going into our media. Right. Yeah. And this is why, you know, I'm very proud of you that you are doing this podcast, which yeah. we had many of you doing it. We would have a different world right, right now. Right. Because the media is not on our side. They are on the side of industry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, since the 1990s, um, the 1%, the they purchase all the 75 media station, cable station, they convert them into six right now. And that's where we get all our information. Yeah, yeah. But there's a history behind the story. Absolutely. You know, go behind them and see who's sponsoring them, who's paying them. Who's yeah. Yeah, this is some good information. I'm, I'm just so glad to... I'm, first of all, I'm just always glad that, um, you know, individuals like yourself will agree to come and talk to my little podcast. Um, Not little. It's <laughs> it, is, it is big. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm always glad because you guys share such, I mean, amazing information. And when I, you know, like I said, I, I follow you and I'm always just like, okay, what can I learn today? You know, um, and I just want others to, I always say, come drink from the well, come drink from the well, go and just do the research yourself, you know, get connected with people that are talking and then go and find out what it is and why they're doing it. And, and it's, you know, it's nothing that's out to kill you. It's actually out to help you to live. Um, it's not saying, hey, take this potion. It's saying, try this um, you know, this raw organic food, you know, just try this one food, what, you know, um, so it's not hurting anyone. And, and, you know, I, I get it. We have Cornell University did the research in, in this clinic, the one wow. I order fasting. Yes. Dr. Colin C. Campbell is 80 something years old. He, he did a 50 years research all over the world on yeah. the connection of meat and their product and cancer. And it's when he did the research twice and mm -hmm. he chose that, um, you know, I was working for a billionaire in New York and he was reading the book and I said to myself, I didn't tell him that. I read that book five years ago. <laughs> and he said, oh, Barbara Streisand, he was talking to somebody. Uh, she's where you see, you know, she's, she loved the book. 
of Colin T. Campbell, the, the China study. Right. And I read that book a long time ago. And that's because then that led to Essestein with Clinton. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Colin T. Campbell was the chief of chem, uh, biochemists at uh, Cornell, the chief nutrition department. Mm-hmm. He did the study there. And he did a study with 1,100 patients from the clinic, that clinic in, or that does the order fasting. Mm-hmm. It shows the 1,100 patients, wow. everyone recovers successfully with the use of water fasting and vegan diet. And see, we don't even hear about stories like that. No. This is something that should be on every... It should be. If they really care about people. We have yeah. so many people, millions of yeah. people dying in this country every year. But they can't tell you because they are controlled. Of course. Right? They are reading a script every day. They, they are not real journalists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you yeah. are, you're doing the job now of a real journalist, by the way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> the other one on the big chain, they are not doing that. They are like puppets. They're just reading a script. Right, right, right. So, and this is why everyone who, lis- who, who listen to you, yeah. they share your, your podcast to everyone because from what you just told me, the type of doctors you have on your show, you're doing really a job that the yeah. media should be doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, you know, it is invaluable. Like I listen to these doctors. I follow them. My lifestyle is, is vegan. Um, and I'm always trying to learn more. I'm always trying to grow. And, I'm, and I, I want to be more disciplined, you know, because, of course, sometimes I fall off. I don't fall off the wagon and fall into a bucket of chicken, but I will fall off the wagon at times and I will eat like um, more processed foods than I want to, you know, eat just out of habit. Um, but I'm always trying to feed myself the knowledge so that I stay conscious of what I'm doing. And then I want to share that out to other people when they ask, oh, you know, well, Quinny, you know, why don't you eat this? Or why don't you eat that? I, I love to be able to share with them why I don't. And then also give them some other you know, person, go follow this person or check this person's YouTube out or, you know, read this book, you know, or, you know, hear, you know, like even the information about the clinic in California, I would love to be able to share that with someone. So I myself may sign up for it just because I want to know more, you know? Um, All right. So I know that you say you don't necessarily do recipes, but if you had to give me a recipe with five ingredients or less that you could make for a family, well, I, um, you raw or cook? Either one. <laughs> um, well, raw, I will do the happy salad. Oh, a happy salad. Yeah. Um, the happy salad, you can have it for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It's a complete food. It's just, this, you know, I will be putting sprout and uh, strawberries and elderberries and mangoes. Uh, dice them and shred some apple and put avocados and mix up put baby lettuce and mix everything together with a little juice of you know orange juice squeeze on it and it's delicious wow you know and you have every kind of flavor in this yeah i don't care who you are you're going to be satisfied with a meal like that okay or um if i could take um Green peas, which is um, frozen green peas, organic frozen green peas. Mm-hmm. I'll dump in it a bunch of herbs, uh, you know, like 
I have a herb spice that I, it's always in the fridge. I make it in advance. So whenever I'm cooking, I took a spoon, throw it in the green pea, two cups of green pea with um, three cups of water, and you throw your spice, your herbs in it, you boil it for seven minutes, and then you blend it. And then you bake some sweet potato, and oh. you have that with avocado, and your kimchi. Nice, okay. That's simple, you know, like your soup, mm-hmm. your big sweet yams, Japanese yam, um, your avocado, you have a little bit of uh, your kimchi or your fermented cabbage. Mm-hmm. It's like everything is easy. Everything takes like 15 minutes for that meal. Yeah. And it's extremely satisfying and delicious. Okay. It sounds good. I'm salivating. I didn't have dinner, so, you know. <laughs> yes, any piece. You, the green pea soup is really, really, yeah. you know, you could have it with, you, cook, with, you can cook a little rice and, you know, the the... It's good together. Yeah. When I was a kid, we used to have rice and bean pea soup together with avocado. Mm-hmm. You know, it reminds me, it's cultural. So there are certain food you will not understand or, or flavorful until you eat them, until I make it in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, easy it is. So, um, and you could also take uh, uh, a pesto. You can make a pesto. Oh, yeah. The pumpkin seed. Oh, you can pick a mayonnaise. The mayonnaise mm-hmm. and the pumpkin seed. You can put, uh, soak one cup of cashew with some, you squeeze some lemon in the blender with some uh, garlic and uh, tiny little water. And um, you just, with mustard, mm-hmm. and you blend it, it's like a mayonnaise. Yeah. Put it on the side. And you made some pesto now in the blender with basil, pumpkin seed, lemon, the same ingredient, garlic, and little tiny water. You blend it, put it on the side. And you take a nice big portobello mushroom, you warm it up a little bit, and then you put your pesto and your mayonnaise and slice of tomato in it. And uh, lettuce, you put lettuce, you put avocado, and it's... It's a nice burger. Why does that sound so good? <laughs> that sounds so delicious. So yeah. delicious. All right. So, um, but if you want to sh- a podcast on just recipe, you know, we could just work on that because I'd I- love to invite you back to do that. I would love to invite you back to to show us something, show us a recipe. Um, because can people see me when I'm talking? Yeah, people can see you now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although we're pre-recording now, I would love to maybe do a live with you and let you just do your thing, you know, maybe create a meal or something on my show. That would be awesome. That would be nice. Yeah, yeah. So I have to bring you back to do, we'll set up a live um, after this uh, after this Wellness Wednesday drop. We can set up a live. You can come back for another Wellness yeah. Wednesday and um, you can make, you know, make something yummy for yeah. us. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Okay. So say it one more time. That's it. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I look forward to it. All right. So can you um, tell me your thoughts really quickly before my last question um, on intermittent fasting? And if you, uh, if you do intermittent fast? Yes, I do. Actually, I did today. Okay. I had uh, my last meal at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And um, 
when and it's it's a mild it's um it's a raw meal uh in an hour my body's gonna get rid of it already mm-hmm. and now in two hours or three hours when i go back to when i go lay down what happened when we when we eat too close to our meal the meal when we lay down the body said oh i thought it was time to sleep and now the food is moving into towards this direction so the body is confused should i sleep should i digest should i sleep should i digest so you never really recover from the benefit of sleeping because the body is fighting a battle so when you uh, go to bed on a stomach that is almost empty um uh, the body process the fat it it's clean out it fixed things because while you are sleeping the body is like a factory fixing things for you yeah so you you don't know what's going on but the body is extremely busy this is why when you don't sleep enough you wake up with puffiness and tired and you have to have that coffee yeah as a drug to help you get up so I believe in intermittent fast, fasting. It's not as good as fasting because on water, because when you're fasting on water, um, after when the body is not getting food, the body goes into ketosis. Uh, so the body starts fixing things at a cellular level. And uh, I remember I was fasting, and on my uh, fifth day, you know, I was already skinny and I didn't have too much fat to lose. Mm-hmm. So I was so weak and I, I was sitting outside of the clinic and there was a little tree that has peach in it. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at the peach, the peach is looking at me and, uh, <laughs> and I said, hmm. And I, I got up and I pick up the peach. I said, I hope they're not looking at me. And and I ate it, you know? Uh And then suddenly I became vibrant. I was weak and I became like energy for fuel. I got myself some fuel. So why? Because I stayed too much in the sun that day. And when you stay too much in the sun, you expend too much energy. Mm -hmm. So I went back in and, uh, you know, I drank water. And then now the body has to start over. Wow. During that mode again. It didn't take long because I just had a, a, you know, a little, a little uh, uh, apricot. Okay. So um, it was an apricot. So um, when you do it at the body, so it's different when you do intermittent fasting because it's, and tomorrow again, you, you start what you benefit from the intermittent fasting is you get a good night's sleep and the body does a lot of work for you. Yeah. A lot of work has been done, which is like, you know, you will get the benefit in the long run, like in a period of um, six months, contrarying to three weeks, Mm -hmm. you you lose the 30 pounds rapidly and the body does the job very quickly, mm-hmm. and then you move on, then you still keep on doing the intermittent fasting mm-hmm. as a maintenance. Right, right, right. Okay. Because we live in a very polluted world and everything is, there's bacteria, there's 
germs, there's pollution everywhere, there's fiberglass. People don't even know, you know, people don't even know the danger of fiberglass. Even when you live in a house, you're breathing the central air. Mm -hmm. You know, inside of this insulation, these are fiberglass. Mm -hmm. And the fiberglass are like the little brother of asbestos. Wow. They are insulations, yes. Yeah. So sometimes when you go look for houses and you go in the basement, unfinished basement, new houses, and you see this insulation, people don't know. And they live with this insulation. These are are powdered glass. They are powdered glass. That is so true. Okay. So imagine, I'm not, I know this program is not about that, but. No, it's fine. It's, 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 it's all about information. <laughs> when you do that maintenance, you, you at six o'clock, you get a light mail. So your body has more room to fight everything yeah. that gets in the body through your nose or your mouth. Mm-hmm. So, and another time we'll go to the skin because we need to talk about the skin. You oh, know? yeah, we love to talk about the skin. People put too much stuff on the skin and they don't understand and they're absorbing it. Uh-huh. So the skin shouldn't have nothing on it. Okay, okay. So we're going to come back and talk about the skin then. So that's going to be our next. Well, I don't know if it's going to be food or if we're going to do the skin. We may just do both. We may put it all together on our next show then. Because that, you know, I've never had a conversation about the skin, but I, I would love to. I would love to hear. What you have to share about the skin. Your skin looks beautiful, by the way. Your face oh. and glamorous, like I don't know. Beautiful, just beautiful. No, no, that's you. Yeah. You're beautiful. I'm like, man, she looks so super young. And I know you've shared your age before. I think, as a matter of fact, I think I might have saw one of your posts maybe today where you were sharing your age. And you know. You know, I'm, I'm very cautious now of saying, oh, this person don't look like they're this particular age. The truth is, is that some people just had very hard lives when I was coming up. So 60 looked whatever 60 was. But right. now when I look at people that are 60 and above and they're taking care of their life, their lifestyles are different. That is what 60 plus can look like. That's just the truth, you know. So I have to, I try to now change how I look at a certain number and assume that it shouldn't look that way, you know, because... It's just not true. We take care of ourselves, then um, it it shows. Oftentimes, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's important to take care of yourself, to love yourself. When you do that, everybody would love you. Uh, mm. I remember my ex-husband used to uh, criticize me. Oh, you have skinny leg. Oh, blah blah blah. My best revenge was going to the gym, and he wished he could be like me now. You know? <laughs> When I was in New York, when it snowed, when it snowed, it was snowing, uh-huh. and I would go running. Yeah. I remember one time, it was Thanksgiving, I was running, and I could smell the pasta. Every house I passed yeah. by, smelling the food, you know? Yeah. Um, I said, oh, I'm in a better place, and I'm, I'm jogging, jogging, jogging. So I, I, I don't jog any longer, I sprint. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, oh my God. Oh my goodness. So you, so I'm glad to know that you're athletic, but I mean, you know, I see you on your page, but those that 
um, don't know you, of course, they, they have no idea, you know, but of course, after this, they will know who you are. So with that being said, can you tell us how the listeners can find you or follow you on any of your social media platforms? I know you're on Facebook. I don't know if you're on IG or YouTube, but can you share your handles? Yes, on my page, there's a link that will take you to every one of my um, uh, posts. My okay. uh, social media. Social media. Yeah. I am on IG, uh, Happy Vegan Coach. And um, on YouTube, Happy Vegan Coach. On uh, my website is happyvegancoach.com. And on uh, Facebook is Yoland Smith. Mm-hmm. Y-O-L-A-N-D-E Smith and I um, if anybody wants any consultation I do Zoom and I'm extremely affordable and I can even do it for free if you really have challenges mm-hmm. it's okay I trust you mm-hmm. that you have challenges I will help you out oh y'all hear that see I love it I love bringing this type of energy to the podcast I love it <laughs> yeah. all right well Yolande I have had an amazing time. I'm going to wrap up our podcast. We've been chatting for a while and we definitely have to come back and do this again. I love sharing space with you and I honor your presence here today. And um, I look forward to our uh, our cooking uh, episode and our skincare episode. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, I love it. So you, you can come back and share anytime. We will set it up. When I come back, I'll come back in a bikini. Oh, I, <laughs> to inspire your audience. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Let's get look, we'll get motivated and inspired by watching you. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Get that physical. Physical. <laughs> We're going to wake them up. Well, hey, guys, it's your girl, Queenie. I have enjoyed this conversation with the Happy Vegan Coach. I hope you guys go out there and find her information. Check her out on all of her social media. Check her out on Facebook. Um, She's easy to access, so definitely go out there and look for her. Um, And hey, you know, go ahead and find me at Vegan Girl with Curves. I'll have her information out there as well. So if you can't find Yolande Smith on her page, then you can come to my page, Vegan Girl with Curves, and I'll have all of her links up there as well. And since she has agreed to come back to the show, that means, hey, she'll be a regular, so you cannot miss her, okay? (laughs) So thank you all for listening. Thank you again for stopping by here. Happy Vegan Coach. Thank you. I appreciate it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That was so much fun. Uh, Of course, we had to end on a high note. Men, I hope y'all heard that. (laughs) Don't be shy. Um, Anyway, so listen, guys, I'm so glad that you took the time to hear part two of our Wellness Wednesday interview with Yolanda Smith. I do hope that you got something from this. And please go out there and follow her. She has a really cool website. Um, But I think one place that you'll probably benefit the most is by following her on YouTube. I mean, on um, Facebook. Because there she comes on, you know, very raw footage, like in her kitchen, and she's cooking and making juices, and she'll show you how to prep, and oftentimes she'll share her garden or she'll share her refrigerator with you to kind of give you an idea about, you know, how 
if you are interested in, you know, crossing over into this lifestyle, like how to keep your food properly, what type of containers you can use. Um, and truthfully, like you probably heard in the first episode, I learned a lot about just lettuce. I eat a lot of lettuce. I use a lot of lettuce, but I also waste a lot of lettuce because in the beginning, I didn't know how to keep my lettuce and I couldn't eat it up as quickly, especially when the children left home. So now, <clears throat> excuse me, I understand how to keep it. And just today, I bought some lettuce um, fresh out of a garden uh, in a plastic bag. I came home. I did everything that I told you guys earlier about washing it off, patting it dry with the paper towels, layering it, layering it, layering it, putting it in an airtight container. I did that because I know that I'm not going to be able to eat as much of that spring mix and the arugula, fresh arugula that I just purchased. I won't be able to eat it like all at once, but um, next week I'll still have it in there. It'll be fresh and it will not be wilted. So definitely, you know, take a few of her tips and start your journey okay and if you're already on your journey then still check her check her website out check out her facebook page and just maybe you know you'll pick up something that you didn't know and again like i shared with you in the first episode um the Bartos podcast is going to be making some changes and we're going to be moving and Bartos podcast may or may not continue. I don't know, but we have definitely started a new podcast. I will drop the name of that podcast in the upcoming weeks and you will be able to know when it's going to be actually going live. It will not be going live for another at least couple months because we're working on the content currently, but it definitely is in the making. So stay tuned for that because I definitely want to take you guys with me and I want you to bring more people along for this journey. Um, there's a few things that's happening and, you know, so we're embracing it, we're leaning into it and I want to make sure that I'm there with my, with my crew. You guys have been down with me for a while and I'm thankful for that. So I uh, definitely want to make sure that you are the first to know. Um, that's it. It's your, hey, I'm out. It's your girl. I'm gone. You know, I got things to do. It's Wednesday. Uh, I got a lot going on. So um, thank you again for listening. And um, hey, don't forget it. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. It's your girl, Queenie. I'm out.